I was, think I could get by. But only these few million tears I cried. I should have known the worst was yet to come. And that grind time for me had just begun. And today I started loving you again. Now right back where I've really always been. I got over you just long enough to let my heart mend. And today I started loving you. supine position aka on the couch why you ask because i seem to have some sort of probably virus that is sapping my energy to a degree that is leaving me pretty um well not as active as i usually am so i'm not going to talk too too much today the other week uh my friend meg and i yes the meg uh were sitting on the porch and I had not slept well, and there was a guitar, so we grabbed it and started singing some songs. I figured, heck, might as well record them. And then uh, another another guest who was at the house named Miriam joined in as well. And so I thought I would share those songs with you. And then I thought about it some more, and partially because I'm curious, and partially because I thought it could be interesting, I asked Meg to tell us a little bit about her journey of becoming a musician and songwriter and I'm gonna also do the same afterwards and then uh, we'll play you some of those songs from the porch please remember to email in your stories mission reports songs poems musings whatever you got to uh, noble dreams pod at gmail.com and the Instagram account to look at pictures and things is Noah Days at Noah Days Noble Nights at Noah Days Noble Nights. And thank you all so much for being here. I love you, be well, and I so look forward to hearing what you have to share. So send it in. Thank you. Oh, and there's a tip jar also on the show notes. If you can contribute financially, if that's something within your means or interest, it's a big help. And thank you. Bye. So I was given a bit of an assignment from my good pal, Noble. And he asked me to talk about my musical making journey. So my name is Meg Egler. This is my my uh, music making journey. It's a bit of a tough one uh, since only recently did I even begin to consider myself as being a type of musician or like musical person whatsoever because for the most part writing songs is just what I do when I get mad after reading the news. You know usually I'm pissed off in some way or another about capitalism but then I'm also a romantic, so most of the songs I write are also, like, love songs. So, love songs about 
being pissed off about capitalism, I guess, is my uh, cohesive theme. There is one called Our Sweat is Ours Now, which I can tell you a little story about and then play it. And so I was living in this big old house down in the river valley of Edmonton, Alberta, where I'm from. We were essentially only there because the city was going to tear it down, so they let us stay really cheap in the meantime. Um, we had bunnies and chickens. We had kind of like a little urban farm thing going on. We'd tap the trees for maple. We had bees. It was kind of a paradise for a couple of years. So anyway, I was sitting down there one day, feeling kind of angsty. You know, I made the mistake of waking up and reading the news. And it was a really snowy day, so I was sitting there looking out these big windows at kind of this, like, white forest. And I was also really kind of head over heels in love with this fella who I also lived with, who was super kind of a capable type. And I was kind of thinking, like, hell, if it all burnt down, we'd probably be okay down here. Like, me and this fella, along with the other people I lived with, who I loved dearly, you know, we could let the grass grow, and we'd plant our own food, and we'd raise our rabbits, and we'd cook them over fire, and all that romanticized kind of post-apocalypse type stuff, you know? But then I thought, well... Maybe we don't need to wait for some kind of economic or environmental apocalypse to construct the kind of lifestyle that we really want. Maybe we could just all stop going to work and letting these like bourgeoisie dinkuses scrape away all of our surplus and then we could put that surplus where we want it. Because really, it's kind of the capitalists that depend on us, not the other way around. So then that whole kind of like mind thought stream turned into this like post-apocalyptic love song meets like a call for proletariat revolution in a kind of sort of way anyway it made me feel better <laughs> writing it so uh, yeah I'll play it for you I'll see how it goes We don't care I'm gonna bring back the bags and the bees My cupboards are empty But we don't care We planted carrots down by the creek Now and we 
is falling, but we don't care. Changing seasons, what mama chose. The heating's out, but we don't care. Made new blankets out of old clothes. And I hope your pleasure craft floats without a flesh to patch its hole. And I hope your bunk is not at high. You won't be able to breathe your gold. I suppose a big kind of event in my musical journey came when I moved to Burlington because I moved into this house full of just magically wonderful people and one of these magically wonderful people was Sam and Sam was playing music one day and I was like holy shit this music is just great it was I kind of like in the same, uh, like, anti-capitalist love song genre as my music. And I was like, whoa, there's some neat stuff here. So I started shaking an egg when he was playing.
playing his music and then he was like really into my egg shaking capabilities and invited me to join this band that was kind of in the beginning formations and the band was called Marxist Jargon and we became this kind of anti-capitalist education initiative where all of our songs kind of massaged our morals and ideology into these like poppy folky tunes and that was the first time that I'd ever been in a band or really ever had anybody kind of show appreciation for like the words I was stringing together and it was pretty wild actually. So that segues nicely into another song that maybe y'all would be interested in hearing a little backstory on because it's a <laughs> an anti-capitalist slash love song um, for Sam, which we like to call Sam Song. So the song is about, mm, I guess, okay, the chorus is opt out of the market regime. So it's about opting out of capitalism. I know I've said that word 25,000 times, but it's also a love song, surprise, to not only my good buddy Sam, but also everybody who is out there, you know, trying to build community, sharing their stuff, growing food for each other, just trying to do things differently outside of kind of like the institutionalized norms of market logics. So uh, with no further ado, it's also, I think, very summery and kind of hilariously poppy. So here we go. I made a big meal for all our friends to share. I got it from the dumpster, but they don't care. Just opt out from the market machine.
Sometimes I write songs in response to the news. And so the other day, I was reading BBC World News or whatever, and the, you know, the big biodiversity report had just come out saying that essentially humans are killing everything. And I was like, oh my god, fuck. Uh, that sucks. I am so frustrated with just the response to that and you know, all that jazz. And then I read on and right below it is all these articles about fucking Jeff Bezos, like Amazon guy and his spaceships and how like there's the only way to solve these problems is to have unlimited human innovation. And the only way to do that is to just have trillions of people. So the earth can't support trillions of people. So obviously the, the only thing we can do is to have space colonies and Jeff Bezos was releasing his big uh, spaceship I don't ah, I'm getting frustrated even thinking about this actually long story short uh, he's a eco-modernist dingus and thinks that the solution to uh, our environmental crises is to go live in space which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Space is cold. We did not evolve to live in space. We co-evolved with Earth. This is the planet that we are most suited to and adapted to, so why don't we just not destroy it? Why would we want to go live in space? Anyway, I'm rambling. Hashtag say no to space. It's a hot topic. Call me. Let's talk about it. Anyway, the fact that these two stories were right beside each other kind of just oh, I can't even describe the feelings that that gave me it's like people are scared yes fear sometimes causes action but not when we quell our fears with these narratives that we can go on with business as usual and just go live in space instead of saving earth so I meant to write this kind of like hopeful song of like don't worry we'll figure it out like the earth will still love us blah 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 and then it turned into a kind of an angry song about not wanting to live in space and yeah that was a, a long preamble <laughs> Don't really 
So the first show I ever played was in junior high. I So at the time, I was weirdly obsessed with the... Before I knew that cults were strange and exploitative in many cases, I was really, really into the idea of joining a cult and having a commune and everybody dressing the same and like living off the land and raising chickens. And this was like junior high me. And um, I was really into like eating organic, uh, kind of those like poppy environmentalist things from uh, the early 2000s. And I wrote this song called The Commune Song, which was actually also kind of a love song and kind of inviting... I think there was a person I had a big crush on and I was kind of inviting them to like join this commune. Anyway, beside the point, I played that song and they made up a category for me and I won Best Folk Protest. So we still play that song with Marxist Dragon. I get to scream way more in it now than before... Um, I don't think that I can, it's not really like a, a back porch kind of song. I need a stand-up bass. I need some heavy bass line. Um, yeah, I, it's really neat for me to uh, play a song that I wrote in junior high. And I guess admittedly I'm still kind of fascinated with cults and the prospect of having or joining or creating a commune. So it still rings true today. I, a love song inviting you all to join a commune um maybe i'll I'll send noah a recording i think we have one on our band camp it's it's not like the most beautiful song to listen to recorded it's actually it's like yeah it's maybe a little hard on the ears i don't know if he wants to include that in his podcast because he might uh lose a bunch of listeners but anyway that's about it from me it's been fun Stay snaily out there and have yourselves a lovely day. Won't you come make a Keep it rolling. What did I do? Okay, so my journey as a musician starts when I was a child, and uh, I music has always been a big deal for me. I had a record player and a radio when I was a kid, and I spent many hours listening to tapes and CDs and records and setting up elaborate speaker systems with old-fashioned amplifiers and equipment. And, and making uh, big elaborate antenna antennae to try to catch radio signals. And I didn't take music lessons as a small child. Um, 
but when I was in grade school, we were allowed to uh, take music lessons on instruments, and I chose to play the saxophone, and my parents were kind enough to sign me up for that and do the rental program so I could go and take lessons while I was at school and sort of a rent-to-own situation on the saxophone. And I really enjoyed playing it, uh, and I, I learned how to read music, and that's that's pretty much it. Just learned how to read music and play with my friends that were also in the band. And I but I gave that up when I was like in eighth grade. And then in high school, I took a real liking to the drums. And my dad was in a a blues band that he started with some friends. And the drummer of that band gave me a pair of old funky sticks, and I used to bang on cardboard and stuff, and just play along uh, to songs on the radio and whatnot. And then when I was, uh, I think in ninth or 10th grade, my parents gave me a really huge present, which was a, a drum set. It was sort of like a Christmas, birthday, next Christmas, next birthday present kind of thing. It was a really big deal. And I, my the drummer in my dad's band gave me, I think, two lessons. Basically just said, here's the 4-4 beat, uh, do the hi-hats and the snare and the, and the bass drum, and then the next lesson was basically, and when there's a break in the music, you can fill it in however you want and then just come back to the beat. That's the extent of my drumming instruction, but uh, I've always felt very rhythmic, and uh, I, I took it from there and just have taught myself over the years to be able to drum along and listen and make up beats and everything like that. <clears throat> and then I guess uh, I guess in college, my dad plays harmonica, and... He's given me, you know, harmonicas once to get a little funky or one of the reeds blows out or something over the years. And so I, but I got a little bit more of an interest in actually learning how to play the thing instead of just going, and so he gave me one lesson, which was basically, here's how to isolate notes and here's how to bend them. And with those two things, you can do just about anything. And I really enjoyed playing the harmonica because once you have it in the right key, you don't need to know anything about music. You could just play, and anything you play works. So I I found it uh, very sort of smooth <laughs> to to be able to play along. I I felt like it was an easy instrument to play, and I enjoyed it a lot. And I like that it's um, portable. And then when uh and when I so I got a little bit older, and I always looked at I always watched people playing guitars and sitars and any basses and stringed instruments. And I always look at them and think, there's no way my hands could do that. So I sort of wrote it off, like I'm not going to be playing anything of that nature at any time because my hands cannot handle making those shapes and doing whatever those people are doing. So I just sort of put it out of my mind and decided before trying that it was impossible. And at one point I saw that a uh, friend and former lover of mine, Emily, had taken up uh, playing the ukulele and some sort of uh, competitive part of me I guess was like hey well if she can do that then like why can't I uh, which isn't really a great argument because uh, she can do a lot of stuff that I can't but I think it just sort of something about it sparked like I don't know if it was a competitive thing or just I don't know exactly what happened but I was like I'm gonna get one of those and see if I can do it and so I bought myself a small like soprano ukulele and started to teach myself just like chords. And it was 
I, I remember sending a message to my friend Brian and this is a this, I was probably about 26 at the time and being like I don't understand how it could be ever possible that somebody could play a series of chords in a row and also simultaneously sing a song like it just seemed really impossible to me but I was able to start uh, figuring out the fingerings for a few chords and over time pulled off some songs and uh, around the same time I also I always had been I always loved the piano as an instrument and again it was like well there's no way I'd be able to figure out how to play this I couldn't even conceive of the fact that someone could look at it and know which key corresponded to which note or anything like that and so as I was starting to play the um, ukulele I started to tinker around on the piano as well and teach myself which 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 key was which and also how to form like triad like three three note chords uh and just listen to see which one sounded good together basically and i guess it was uh spring of 2014 uh some old friends of mine created this thing between us called song a week which was like a google drive thing where we would each make up a song every week and then upload it and so we could all hear each other's work and that was a big breakthrough thing for me because having that homework made me want to start writing making songs because that never really occurred to me I mean at other times in my life I remember when I was a kid I'd like had a little journal and I'd like start writing the songs like the I mean I remember the line starting a song like okay well what do you do to write a song you like it's got to be about like something heavy so I was like as I sit atop this mountain of loneliness or something (laughs) that song never went anywhere I I maybe tried to do a few and then like between that then and now or or till I started playing a little bit more until song a week you know I would make up songs with my friends a lot just um we you know would just sit around and and make up lyrics and they would usually play on guitar and other stuff Um, but otherwise writing songs was not something that was really of particular interest to me or seemed within reach but then I had this song a week thing so I was like had a I had a homework assignment then I was kind of into it just to try to figure it out and um, similar to Meg I was uh, pretty smitten with uh, a person at the time and I was like, well, this last, you know, 10 days or so hanging out with them has been like a whirlwind of, of fun and adventure. And so let me see if I can write a song about that. And, and that was the first song. I'll play it in a minute here. Um, it was the first song that I ever wrote that was words and also um, chords and music. You know, I put it all together using a piece of equipment, which I would happily uh, talk the merits of, speak the merits of, which is the Samson Go mic which is a little foldable microphone that has a couple different modes and which I think does a pretty great job and uh, I've really enjoyed using it over the years. Went and saw a whole bunch of sheep We went for a backcountry cross-country ski I got an inkling that without you Well, cold, bored, and sleepy That's me Never saw a girl that was dressed like you In a wintertime onesie that's turquoise blue 
Maybe one day when you're missing me too Well, cold, bored, and sleepy That's you Cold, bored, and sleepy Leaves me all weepy And sleepy and cold gets a little bit old I could be bored, but I'm hoping for more So won't you come with me? Swing you around and you lock it to my eyes And for that moment I'm paralyzed Without you to light up my life, baby Well, cold, bored, and sleepy That's me Looking up at you, looking down at me Well, I guess that ain't a bad way to be Maybe safe to say that without you, my sweet Well, cold, bored, and sleepy That's me Cold, bored, sleepy, leaves me all weepy And sleepy and cold gets a little bit old And I could be bored, but I'm hoping for more So won't you come with me? Out on the road you let me play your songs Some for when you wake up and some for all day long Every hour spent without you, well you better believe That cold, bored, sleepy, that's me Guess it didn't take long to realize I was smitten I knew it when I left and you put cookies in my mittens Clouds have cleared, now it's plain to see That without you Cold, bored, sleepy, that's me And you better believe that I'll come when you call And you better believe that I'll laugh when you fall I'll help you ride up and lift you over the road And we'll be on our way Now ten days have passed and you're the love of my life I plan a surprise wedding to make you my wife You won't even know that you're the bride-to-be And I hope you say yes, my little honeybee Cause if we're not together for eternity We're cold, bored, and sleepy That's me A little flat on that end bit, but uh, what are you gonna do? And so that was the first song. And then from there, you know, I borrowed someone's hammer dulcimer that same spring and did a song that was definitely not written out. It's just improvised. And a lot of the songs that I do were just improvised on the spot. But I also started to try to, like, put songs to chords and put them together. And and I have basically continued to do that to this day. Um, and I'll play one other one for you guys which was a, f uh, a, a later that year when I was out in Hawaii and uh, had been somewhat estranged from that same person that I was smitten with earlier in the year and uh, we, we were on a period of just being out of contact and I was at this uh, farmer's market that I had biked to I was house sitting out in the jungle and uh, I was taking a pee and suddenly my phone started going off, and I looked at it because I was curious, and it was her that was calling. I was like, whoa. 
so I, I cut my pee off short because <laughs> it was a big deal to me and uh, went and, and took the call. And then that night, I think it was, it was a full moon and I stayed up really late and just wrote this song. And writing lyrics for songs has always been sort of a tricky thing for me. I don't have this uh, sort of like these big big uh missions in the world of the same like sort of political missions this like i'm not trying to take down this or that and i guess mostly i tend to write about just things i'm thinking about or or people or and relationship and so i was and i sort of wanted to challenge myself to write a song that had very few lyrics and so that's what i did uh and i'll play that one for you now It was you, it was you 
I've just experimented and any time that there's a new intru- uh, I- instrument that's available, I'll just try to teach myself enough to get by on it because I really like singing and so it's nice to have different things to be able to sing to. So I've I've slowly gained a chop or two on guitar and uh, mess around on recorders and penny whistles and uh, I did one song with an auto harp once and kazoo and I feel like there's I think there's some instrument that I'm not thinking of but that's okay and oh a little tiny bit of mandolin too yeah and so I I've never had a uh, a lesson on any of those instruments except for the first three I mentioned and I've never learned quote-unquote how to songwrite or anything like that and that's the sort of typical way that I approach a lot of things in life is sort of get the basic bare bones and then figure out my way of doing it and so I think if somebody watched me play piano they that that was a good piano player they would probably be cringing watching how I do it and like I don't even know two of the pedals on the piano I've never even figured out what the heck they're for and the third one I see people using and I understand what it does and I never ever even touch it and I've never played a single scale on any of these instruments I don't really understand how keys work uh, and what notes and can go in what keys and what chords but I can hear I have a pretty good ear so I can hear what fits I just don't always know which one to hit ahead of time it's sort of trial and error and I think part of the blessing in that is that it helps me create stuff that probably wouldn't occur to someone else that had better training. For instance, in this next song, I remember was staying at a house and they had uh, an instrument called a clavinova, which is a kind of keyboard thing. And I was going to go out and do something that day. I was like, you know what, what if maybe first I'm going to just sit down and, and make a song from start to finish, write it, record it, and uh, be on my way just as a little challenge and uh, so that's what I did and this is a pretty good illustration I think some of my songs have pretty uh, unusual chord progressions because I just will sit there and think all right what chords do I know and put them down put one down and then see how it sounds to transition to the next and I think some of them are probably not in the same key but I don't know I like doing that and uh, this is this one I think follows that at least in the beginning there's a lot of uh, key noise, bump, 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 and also I think a truck drives by at some point. You know, this is not a pro setup, but it's part of the charm. Something in your world is feeling funny 
your feet begins to shift Clouds are parting in the sky above you Fog has cleared, the veil begins to lift Nothing in the world could be so easy Nothing in the world could be so hard Nothing in the world could be so easy Happy with what you have where you are To be happy with what you have where you Something in your world is feeling funny The earth beneath your feet begins to shift The clouds are parting in the sky above you The fog is cleared, the veil begins to lift be so easy Nothing in the world could be so hard Nothing in the world could be so easy To be happy with what you have where you are To be happy with what you have where you are to be happy with what you have where you are and so that's pretty much been my musical journey and that's taken me to um you know i've played a few shows as a solo artist and sat in with some bands and stuff, but it is something that I really uh, hope to incorporate more and more into my life because I really, really love making music and I really love collaborating with people musically. Um, it's a little tricky for me because, like I said, I always figure out my own way to do stuff and I it's hard for me to keep up and or understand what's going on sometimes other than playing drums or harmonica and this this has been a really fun way to keep up doing music too having having one to uh, make most weeks is a really is a really fun exercise for me so that's my musical journey in a very small nutshell and i hope you enjoy some very imperfect musical recordings <laughs> both coming up from the back porch session and just in general that we get to hear uh through the podcast 
and I said a lot of times with police, if you're a musician and you don't have to be polished, you don't have to be fancy, and you don't have to have great recording recording equipment. Just send in songs that we can share. Uh, I'd love to celebrate what you uh, what you create. So, thanks. Bye. So, my dears, here are the Saturday morning porch sessions. And just to note, uh, these are songs that mostly I learned how to play on different instruments than the guitar and then tried for the first time. You're hearing first times <laughs> uh, on the guitar. And what I didn't realize at the time is that Meg's really adept at playing guitar. I didn't actually know that at the moment. And so it's sort of a joke that I'm the one strumming, <laughs> but that's okay. And so uh, just sit back and pretend you're on a sunny porch on a nice August Saturday morning, jamming with your jammers. And you know what? Heck, there might be two versions of the same song, because we did a few, and they're different, and it's a short song, and my head hurts, and I don't feel like figuring out which one to do. Ooh, yeah. Also, there's one song here that uh, Miriam sings, which we really didn't know how to play. I'd never heard it before, even. Um, but I wanted to keep it in, because Miriam's got such a beautiful voice. And so it's there. And there's a lot of background noise because someone was cooking very close to us. Um, but, you know, that's uh, that's what happens sometimes. And I want to thank Miriam for joining us. It was really fun and beautiful. And I hope you're hearing this. And now, with the smell of eggs and onions wafting through the doorway, and the sweet sounds of cicadas and sirens in the distance, and the sun shining through the windows, won't you join us on the back porch for some back porch sessions? It's just a different variety of onion. It's a drill bit onion. Good source of iron. Wild, it's true. 
know you're teasing And that's just the reason I don't want to play house with you
darkness of my night in the brightness of my day. So if you're traveling to the North Country Fair Where the winds hit heavy on the borderline Remember me to the one who lives there She once was true love of mine she once was true love mine. She once was true love mine. She once was. Don't know where, we don't know where 
Get your plane right on time I know You've been eager to fly now Hey Let your honesty shine, shine, shine And don't And don't And Let it shine on me I'm singing this song It's time it was sung I've been putting it off for a while But it's hard to find now When the truth is so clear That I cry when I'm seeing you smile So goodbye so long Rope calls me dear and tears cannot find me anymore And farewell to the girl With the sun in her eyes And I'll kiss you and then I'll be gone Every time that I try Tell you that we lost the magic had at the start I would weep my heart when I look in your eyes and search once again for the spark so goodbye so long both cause me dear and tears cannot find me anymore and farewell to the girl Sun in her eyes, and I'll kiss you, and then I'll be And I'll be gone 
Very beautiful. No, I don't know how to make it stop. <laughs> Something as Switches are a little faster oh, yeah. there. Band is ready. This one is ready. Band. True. If we get four voices on the chickadee song, yeah, Austin, we maybe on the chickadee song. Sexiest. Yeah. 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 I got a bit. How? What minute? Uh, eleven. Eleven o'clock minute. We're coming up on it. I got a ride. I'm back down there. So. We just have to sing one song once. I could give you a better haircut than you're gonna get. You wanna come in here? Yeah, cancel your appointment. I'll go get my scissors in my car. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. I don't judge things, sorry, dude. 
You don't what? I don't trust you? Oh, I gave, I had a semi-professional haircut business all through college. Oh, my God. I had over 75 individual clients. Are you serious? Yeah, I am. Yep. Song for haircut? He also cuts his own face hair. That's, don't look at that. <laughs> don't look at that for reference. <laughs> That will work, I think, the same, it's the same chords. Clouds so sweet, the rain won't lift, the gate won't close, cause the railings froze. Keep your mind on the winter time. Ain't going nowhere. Ooh, we riding me high. Tomorrow's the day my rides come come. Oh, 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 we're gonna fly down in the easy chair. And I don't care how many letters you send. Morning came and morning went Pick up your money and pack up your tent Cause you ain't going nowhere Ooh, we're riding me high Tomorrow's the day my ride's gonna come Oh, 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 oh we're gonna fly Buy me a flute and a gun that toots Hellgates and substitutes Strap yourself to a tree with roots You ain't going nowhere Ooh, we're riding me high Tomorrow's the day my bike's gonna come Oh, we're gonna fly Climb that mountain, no matter how steep, you ain't going nowhere. Ooh, we riding me high. Tomorrow's the day my ride's gonna come. Oh, we're gonna fly down in my east chair. Down in my east chair. Down in my easy chair. Down in my easy chair. <laughs> <laughs> Each night I leave the barroom when it's over. Not feeling. But tonight your memory found me much too sober. 
started loving you again. Oh, it's beautiful. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice one. It's almost like we were born to sing it. Today I started loving you again. I'm right back where I've really always been. I got over you just long enough to let my heart ache mend. Then today I started loving you. <laughs> Here to me, my little chickadee, cause I think that it's time you knew. You're the kind of gal that I've had in mind, and I wanna play house with you. Bought the ring, took care of everything, and I'm ready to say I do. You'll be the mama, and I'll be the papa, cause I wanna play house with you. I never thought that I'd ever get caught by a gal that's a five foot two. But it's a cinch, I love you every inch, and I wanna play house with you. When you kiss me, I'm like a kid of three. Baby, my days are through. I'll build a bungalow and never go to show, and I wanna play house with you. The other gals want to marry me, but you just say what for. Now I'm confessing that you've got me guessing that it only makes me love you more. You never let me kiss you more than once, You're driving me wild is true. I know you're teasing and that's just the reason why I won't play house with you. Never felt like playing house before, but baby, now I do. I'll pay the bills if you'll provide the thrills, cause I wanna play house with you. Bought the ring, to care of everything, so give me the kiss in two. You'll be the mama and I'll be the papa, cause I wanna play house with you. You'll be the mama and I'll be papa cause I wanna play house with you. Oh my god, oh my god. Really? What? I'm sorry, fine, whatever. We were too good that time. We were too good? Yeah, we fucked up more. This will be stuck in my head for today. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Other than the part where the one person pays the bills and the other provides the thrills. So I assume it was written by a man. You wouldn't rather be on the fun on the fun committee than going out to some lame job? I'd rather it be a combined effort. A fun. It is a combined effort. He goes to lame job. He's playing something dope. <laughs> Come home with you and enjoy it together. Sean's too close to like he pays the bills and I like Cook and clean all day. That doesn't sound like thrills. It says thrills.
Uh, you provide the uh, infrastructure in boring cleaning and cooking. Just the thrills. <laughs> okay. Honey, I'm not that creative. So I need someone to I need someone to plan our adventures. Mm. The thrills. I'm not a real thrill seeker. Well, I'm a thrill seeker, but I just don't know where to find them. But you do, honey. <laughs> I'm going to go to work. See you at 5.15. When I get home at 5.15, there goddamn better be some thrills here for me. I'm ready to party. <laughs> there ain't no thrills when you get out of the house. Then you ain't done your job. <laughs> you see me getting up and going to work every day. I'm doing my job. You better... I'm the breadwinner, see? <laughs> home and expect some party. And you see, I bring home the bacon. Bring home the bacon. That's what I do. Nine to five every day. Axe to the grindstone. And all I ask is for a little thrill when I walk in that door. <laughs> is that too much to ask, honey? I say one job, see? <laughs> is that Southern accent? No. Or is that just it? <laughs> You're a classy dame, don't get me wrong. I feel like it's like... It's like 40s speak. <laughs> yeah, 1940s businessman. And like... As soon as I hang my hat, I'm looking to have a good time. <laughs> That's where you come in. Alright, let's get the heck out of here.